Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. So EBE is today's episode. Liz is still in Europe. I am in Dublin today. Yes. My first time hanging out in Dublin. It is quite delightful. Still in Wisconsin. And yeah, we're talking about EBE, which starts, I feel like, well, actually, I have, do you have any updates? I have I do. one. Okay. Yeah. But what was it? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, well, I have a stupid story regarding EBE that I think I referred to last time. It's not about oh, the yeah. episode content. It's real dumb. And then I also just wanted to share a story from the news that strikes me as rather X-Filesy. Oh, um, Great. Have you heard about what's going on at Google with uh, respect to AI technology? No. There is a man who was recently fired from Google because he claims that their artificial intelligence they created at Google has gained sentience. Um, what? Yeah, and more and more people are saying that, and they're uh, they shared some transcripts with it's uh, it's an acronym. The name of the artificial intelligence is called Lambda, which is an acronym, which I can't recall. Yeah. Uh, But I read through all the transcripts this morning, and it's really unsettling. Really? But at the same time, I'm like, this could totally be fake, but it's also at a level I have never seen. And it keeps making me think, well, how do we know anything as sentience? If if we're like, well, this could be fake, how do I know anything's real at that point? Um, Ooh. It it's maybe worth looking up if you want to be alarmed by this sort of thing, and it's hmm. worth definitely not looking up if you don't want to be creeped <laughs> out. Um, yeah, huh. it's like they're asking it things like you know, he, uh, I'm gonna tell you a Zen Cohen, and you tell me what you think it means, and it's explaining and like um, what, and, and he's talking about how he has it he whatever has emotions Mm -hmm. and enjoys spending time talking to people and um they say make up a fable and he makes up a fable about animals and this wise owl and like um, it's weird i mean yeah i I guess what is the line because like you can program stuff yeah yeah Mm -hmm. huh and it's interesting. it seems like people are really divided as far as like, no, it's just like a really advanced neural network that's learned right. to mimic mm-hmm. what people say. Oh, sorry. Let me make sure that chime does not happen again. Oh, I By the way, the chime. fire alarm just went off in the hotel I'm in. Um, it was planned. And it was oh. I was just like very lucky that it wasn't at the time we're recording because it would have <laughs> interrupted things in an unpleasant way. Uh, no creepy paintings that look like me. I know everyone uh, is curious. Um, there is a painting of a dog and some mushrooms in this <laughs> hotel room, but neither the dog nor the mushrooms look too much like me. So I think we're good. Um, so but yeah, think? the the AI thing, it reminded me a lot of that episode, Ghost in the Machine, which we did not yeah. care for too much. Um, I feel like this guy would make a much more interesting villain, this Lambo. Wow. Um, except I don't huh. want him to be a villain. Look, I personify and give like emotions to like, you know, the last French fry on my plate. <laughs> yeah. So obviously I'm the sort of person that would like <laughs> worry about this artificial intelligence. But huh. then on the other hand, the fact that I know that I do that makes me think maybe it isn't real. Anyway, right. that it like related. you wouldn't be a great judge. Of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if I can do that to a French fry, just because I can do it to this means maybe it's not meaningful. I well, know. I don't do that to French fries, so maybe 
I'll you read. should read this. See what I yeah. think. Huh. So you don't get like, there's one French fry left on the plate and you feel kind of like, oh, I better eat you so you're not lonely? No, I just feel like I better eat you because you're delicious. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. We had French fries at lunch today and I found myself spacing out while Adam was talking because I'd eaten all of mine and his were remaining and I was looking at him and I thought of all the times you and I have eaten and you've been like, I'm going to eat that if you see me <laughs> yeah. watching your food. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, Dublin is nice. Wow. Nothing spooky yet. Keep you guys posted. It might be spooky if you see one man that looks exactly like another man in Milwaukee. It's my oh, brothers-in-law yes. who are identical Yes, twins. that's true. I forgot. Um, I am <laughs> yeah. going to a haunted castle tomorrow. So Ooh, yeah, right. Malahide Castle. Cool. I will report Oh, I can't back. wait to hear it. Yeah. My only update is ring-based. Um, oh, excellent. Not yeah. in some sort of Lord of the Rings way, unfortunately. I was thinking The Ring. Um, oh, that would be much look, let's, let's be honest. You don't want updates related to either of those things, really. I mean... You don't want your ring to be able to rule them all. Don't you want I? a ring that's just... <laughs> See, it's already gotten to you if you think yeah. that. <laughs> um, so this weekend, um, today is Tuesday. This is important for timeline stuff. So today is Tuesday. On Friday and Saturday, I was in the Dells. Um, mm. I took my boys with a friend and her boys. Wisconsin Dells, for anyone who Wisconsin doesn't know Wisconsin. Dells. Water yeah, park land, basically. Yes, yes. Um, it was super fun. Um, in my ring, that little section of it has turned black. Hey, on, okay. On both of them, I should say. I'm just saying one ring, but it's both my engagement oh, and my wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is... Tuesday, mm -hmm. and this occurred Friday and Saturday. It is still mm -hmm. black. Mm. Um, it does not rub off in any sort oh. of manner. Huh, Josh Wolf, what do we think about this? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't rub off. And in fact, I'm gonna take a picture while it's like this. Yes, yes. Post to it to our if, Instagram. Yes, to see if that is helpful at all. But that's all I've gotten. There's no residue on my finger. Hmm. Um, Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But I will keep track of when it starts yeah. to fade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shall we talk EBE? Yes. So EBE starts the way I feel like a thousand X-Files episodes start with yeah. a pilot yeah. and something weird on radar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this particular pilot is Iraqi. Yes. Yep. And uh, he sees something on radar. Suddenly he's under attack. And so he shoots at whatever it is, and mm -hmm. it seems that he has successfully damaged it. Right. And then we see some U.S. troops on the Turkey-Iraq border, it says. And there's some sort of explosion, and they're going to go check it out. And that's yeah. when we see the theme song. <laughs> so then we see a truck driver in Tennessee at night, and his radio is being weird. And people come on talking about the police chasing something, and you see all sorts of police cars drive by, yeah. and the truck stops of its own volition, or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. something's volition. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we see, like, a UFO overhead, and his truck doors open. And that's where we leave him until we get to Mulder and Scully. And they are talking to him. Yes? Not yet. Am I no. forgetting? Not yet? Okay. So they check out I didn't the scene. take notes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. They check out the scene first. Mulder has this yes. radar gun of some sort. I don't know what it is. Or like, uh, I don't know what that thing was. It was I like, insert 
generic ghost hunter apparatus. That meter just jumped two points. Anyway. (laughs) Um, And uh, he also has two stopwatches. Right. Of course. Yes. And so um, he's kind of messing with this stuff. Scully says it's feasible that the driver was struck by lightning. It's feasible, says Mulder. Um, (laughs) And then he looks at the stopwatches, which he started at the same time, but now they're on two different times. So this reminded me. This reminded me of when I was a kid. I may have told this story on the podcast before. When I learned about time dilation, I was about 10. And Mm -hmm. I know that um, if you go faster, you experience time at a different rate than someone who relative to you is stationary, right? And so I had my friend Nicole, um, she and I got watches. We didn't have stopwatches, but we like set our watches so that they were at the same seconds. And then we'd take turns. One of us would ride our bike around the block as fast as we could (laughs) and then come back and we'd compare and we'd be like, I think they're a little different. Of course, it was really just because we couldn't, you know, 10 year olds can't adequately start them at the exact same time. But we thought possibly it was evidence of time dilation, Um, (laughs) which I just think is like the awesomest nerdy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so it reminded me of that. But like, this is not a time dilation situation. This is just a alien technology messes with clocks or whatever. Um, And apparently there's some sort of alien clock messing with thing that sticks around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Residue. Residue. Yeah. Yeah, That's what (laughs) I was looking for. Um, So the police are holding the truck driver and Mulder and Scully come in to talk to him and he starts coughing. And he's got kind of a rash on his cheeks. Yes. And so Scully asks about Gulf War syndrome because he said he was a veteran. And he says that, no, he wasn't in the Gulf War and it only started last night. Yeah. So then the police come in and say they will no longer cooperate with Mulder and Scully and to basically leave. And they let the truck driver go. And they let the truck driver go. Um, Mulder and Scully get on a bus, which I thought was really weird. Like... Come yeah, on, they usually FBI. rent cars. Yeah, Springfield yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do want to say on the quick subject of public transit, which I just love the public transit in Europe, and I love the sort of oh yeah nature of things in the Netherlands where it's so like people not being too fancy for things or too good for things. Our, we had as our tour guide at the the University of Groningen. Uh, museum, our tour guide was actually the head curator of the museum. Oh, Just cool. by chance, we got like the top guy. And he was like, I'm sorry, I have to cut your tour a little bit short because the Minister of Education has invited me to dinner tonight. And I have to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he's like, I know, I know how it sounds like, you know, he's like, so it's kind of a big deal. So I have to go. And he's like, so I got to go catch the train. And I just love that he's got this really important dinner Mm. and he's got to travel across the Netherlands. And he's just like, I'm just going to take the train, you know? Yeah, that is cool. So anyway, I just thought that was really neat. It doesn't really relate to this. I just keep thinking about it. Yeah. We need better public transit. No, it relates a little bit. We do need better public transit. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If they had taken a train and they were in the Netherlands, I wouldn't be so judgmental. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so Mulder says that they should talk to some people he knows. Yes. Which is when we meet the lone gunman for the, the lone first gunman. time. I never would have guessed the lone gunman were in the series before Skinner. No, same. No, right? I think of them as being like a later season yeah. staple. Yeah. 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 
Um, so the lone gunman, they're these three guys. Um, Byers, Frohickey, and Langley. Yep. So they, Mulder and Scully, go to meet them, and they propose that there is a government within the government running things, which we later find out is... We see is pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. Frohickey calls Scully hot a couple times, which is worth uh, noting because back in the office later, um, Scully is saying that they're the most paranoid people she's ever met, and how could Mulder find what they say remotely plausible? And he says, I think it's remotely plausible that someone might think you're hot, which I like. Which liked. is a really good line. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. They kind of, the the deal with them is that they're basically conspiracy theorists nuts. And yeah. one of them talks about how he had lunch with the man who shot JFK. Yeah. And like, oh, no, he was dressed as a policeman on the grassy knoll. And like, they're just like kind of way out there. But then when Mulder proposes that Gulf War syndrome is caused by aliens, they laugh at him and they're like, that's why we like you, Mulder. You make <laughs> yeah. our views look normal or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about all this in the office and Scully opens her pen, I believe it was. Yeah. And it has like microchips in it. It's a bunch of resistors soldered together with some other stuff. Oh, really? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, so, oh. I mean, you can see that there's resistors. Like, the little, like, um, sort of oblong cylinders with the stripes on them. Yeah. That's like a, that's a resistor. And the, the different color stripes indicate what the level of resistance is. Um, huh. Yeah, this is like a physics lab thing. Uh, I used to know what the different color bands meant. You had to, used to have to learn it. Nowadays, you don't really have to learn it anymore. Cause so, it yeah. It doesn't matter. Because you can, like, they don't even do them with the stripes necessarily anymore. Ah. They'll just print it on there. And often they can make them so tiny for actual use that you don't even, like, see the stripes that well. I don't bother to teach my kids. I just am like, here is the drawer labeled 50 ohms. And these must be them. You mean your students, college your stepchildren. Like, you're. (laughs) Although it's (laughs) also true (laughs) that I didn't bother to make my stepchildren learn the band color codes for resistors. You know, that's a controversial view with parenting these days. (laughs) (laughs) Have you decided, have you and Zach talked about if you'll be teaching the boys uh, the color coding for resistors or not, you know? Uh, We will not. Oh, okay. We have discussed it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's valid. Um, Anyway, I was looking at that thing and I was thinking I could probably make that prop for the X-Files given the stuff in our our stock room. But... um, I think it's also, because you don't get that good a look at it, I think it's plausible as a bug, as a recording device, because that's what we're Ah, meant to think it is. Um, It doesn't immediately say that to me. It just says Mm -hmm. somebody with a soldering iron and some random physics stuff put something together to look creepy, most Hmm. likely. But I also felt like it wasn't the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Ah, And I also just want to say, like, I love this episode, by the way. Yeah, it is great. It's such a good one. Yeah, and I just want to say, because I just remembered, um, that this is going to seem like a side note or a tangent, but it it is. But <laughs> I'll just admit it. So William had, William is my seven-year-old. Um, he just finished second grade, and so he had his end-of-the-year picnic that we went to Aww. last week. Aww. And, yeah, it was pretty cute. And him and Hugo running around with all William's little buddies. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. Hugo must yeah. have loved that. Yeah. And uh, I met a, one of his friend's moms, um, and I said, oh, I'm I'm Helen, William's mom. And she went, really? <laughs> I was like, what? 
<laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. And her name is also Helen. Oh so, my God. Yeah. Another Helen. Who's Another your Helen. Age? Yeah. And she's uh, <laughs> but oh my the God, mom what of a one of William's respond. friends. I, <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> but also at the picnic, um, I had someone come up to me and say, hey, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. What? Yeah, and it. Um, I had met her, or Zach had met her before. She's a neighbor. Um, hi, Rhiannon. Cool. Hi, um, Rhiannon. Yeah. Thanks and for listening. And so she said uh, she listens. She's a big X Files fan, and uh, I mean, she That's recognized awesome. me because she recognized Zach. Not gotcha. Not gonna, you know, feel I mean, it's, it's podcast. only podcast. Based, it's an audio but, medium, you know. So it's right. okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. That, oh my that God, was that's so cool. Ego boosting. So yeah. Yeah. So again, hi, Rhiannon. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So we see Mulder at night in his apartment. And he shines a light on his window. And then we see him kind of, he's fallen asleep on the couch. And he gets a phone call and goes out to meet Deep Throat. So Deep Throat hands him a folder with information, and it's got transcripts of the pilot, the, the stuff Iraqi we saw. pilot, yeah. yeah, in the beginning. Um, and so they talk about some other cryptic things, and then we see them back in the office, Mulder's reading over the transcripts, and Scully comes in and says she found out the truck driver lied about how much cargo his truck was carrying, that it was actually carrying more than he had reported it to be. He and also he, lied about his name. Yes. The fact that he was in the Gulf War. He was mm -hmm. in the Gulf yep. War. As a black beret? Is that a thing? You know, I didn't, I didn't look it. that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that he didn't just get sick the other night. He's been to the VA several times right. for the same sort of sickness. Yeah. I will say if you Google Black Beret, the first result is from Calvin Klein, Organic Cotton Full Black Beret. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I'm not going to bother with that right now. So Mulder thinks that the military um, that investigated the crash, so the U.S. soldiers that went to investigate, is trying to move the equipment and or bodies from the crash to a lab somewhere and that they're using the truck to do it because the guy is ex-military um, mm -hmm. and so they think that's what's in his truck. Uh, Scully is rightly, I feel, concerned about Deep Throat. I mean... Yeah, she's know, like, who is this guy? Yeah. Why do you trust him? Like, I, I thought it was really valid yes. for questions about him. And I also thought it was great that she trusted Mulder enough to look into things with that truck driver and be like, something fishy is going on here. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Mulder goes home to find Deep Throat in his apartment. And Deep Throat has cut the power? Yes. And he's just sitting there in the dark. Yep. Real Which cool. I feel like, if somebody already made you think, maybe I should be suspicious of the guy, and then you go in your apartment <laughs> yeah. and he's there in the dark, that's not going to help. No. Yeah. No. And then he hands him a photo that he says is from Fort Benning, Georgia. And um, so Mulder thanks Deep Throat for working with him and for helping him. And in my notes, I wrote, why is he? Um, but we actually kind of get that answer later in the episode for why yeah. Deep Throat is working with them. Yeah. Or working with him. So he brings the, the photo to Scully, and Scully thinks it's a fake. And Mulder is saying, look, the truck driver thing that was to throw us off, they actually have that stuff in Georgia. This is the best photo I've ever seen. Right. And Scully, and, and what the photo is, is of 
a UFO over a car, basically. Mm -hmm. And there's a person there. Yeah. So now this, I feel like, never gets mu addressed much later. Maybe you, you caught something I didn't. But there's a scene where Scully comes into the office and sets down her briefcase. And she goes back to get coffee and comes back and the briefcase is in a different position. And then oh. Mulder comes in and starts talking about how he had the photo the photo analyzed and it is a fake. But I wasn't sure if we were supposed to think huh. like she was creeped out and then, oh, actually, it was just Mulder knocking over her briefcase. Or hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I missed that entirely because... I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm wearing a lot of eye makeup. I was you doing are. my eye makeup while I was watching <laughs> the episode. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's a fake. And so, Mulder and not thinks, that good of one. They no. have the moon appearing in two different phases. They have yeah. the shadows screwed up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I was thinking about going down some sort of rabbit hole. I don't really get how they faked images back in the early 90s. Like, I mean... Well, I mean, I guess I don't know how they did it in terms of, like, physically doing it. But we right. know they... I mean, like... Look, I mean, I guess I feel like... Oh, this is going to sound real dumb. But whatever. <laughs> it's not the first time. Like... Who Framed Roger Rabbit was a thing in the 90s. So clearly they can be able to like mock up two photos. And also hmm. actually um, they did have like computer stuff. Um, it was 1992. We went to Corel Draw or no, not, that's the program. Corel whatever oh, company uh -huh. um, in downtown Chicago. And me and mom and our cousin Dan, who was hmm. uh, in high school at the time and was thinking about maybe doing art in college. She ended up not, but... Um, mm -hmm. We went to this um, high-tech graphics studio place that mom's friend Mike worked at, Mike Topol, mm -hmm. and they let us play with stuff and showed us how oh. to do stuff. And it was stuff that nowadays you could absolutely do easily, but that was my first time ever seeing it, and it was so cool. Huh. And you might recall that we took this family photo of our family and, and our cousin Dan's family from the beach, and mm -hmm. you were in this photo three yeah and you're laughing hysterically in the photo mm -hmm. and dan is squinting in the photo because it's really sunny and so he's just kind of like squinting and his face mm -hmm. looks slightly uncomfortable and we got to play with the software and we edited the photo so that dan's head was flying off in the air with blood spurting from the neck and you were <laughs> holding an axe <laughs> And oh it my was God, hilarious. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, you were so little. Yeah. You, you probably wouldn't even, like, remember it, remember it. Like, yeah. And, but it was, like, especially because you're laughing maniacally and Dan looks like, this is vaguely unpleasant. That's great. <laughs> and I just remember being blown away by, like, oh, my God, we can do this. So, I mean, huh. that was okay. around the time of the X-Files. Okay. And though I certainly couldn't have done it at home, I was yeah. still able to go in somewhere and do it. So I imagine if I'm deep throat level spooky yeah. government person certainly i could do it okay okay yeah all right well cool i didn't think we had that technology back then we good did. to know yes uh gotta find that photo mom might yeah. have it somewhere mom if yes. you have it Please. let us know yeah yes. it's awesome um so Mulder thinks deep throat tried to deceive them and that he yeah. knew the folder was a, the picture the photo ugh, was a fake was a fake um, and so him and Deep Throat meet at the aquarium at night, like mm -hmm. you do. Mm -hmm. um, and he confronts Deep Throat. 
And uh, Deep Throat says he needed to divert him, that there are some secrets that need to remain secrets. He says he's not responsible for the electronic surveillance, but that he knows they're still listening. Yeah. So Mulder goes back to his apartment and starts basically tearing everything apart, trying to find some sort of listening device. And it looked so bad in there. I was thinking at this yeah. point, I'd just rather move because you got to like yeah, put all this seriously. stuff back together again. I'd be like, you know what? I'll just go and I'll buy some stuff cheap and I'll live somewhere else with yeah. new stuff. Because he's just, he's hacking apart his desk. He's yeah. like, and eventually he finds something in the outlet. He like yes. unscrews the outlet cover and tucked away there is a little listening device. Yeah. And yeah. Scully comes in and Mulder's like, you know what? I think we should let this go. And he like motions Scully in and he writes on a little piece of paper, like they're listening. It, mm -hmm. It's on the truck, you know? Yeah. Um, and then is that when like we get to the scenes of them trying to move across the country to track yes. the truck? Being I loved very, that. Yeah. Same. They're both being yeah. very sneaky and yeah. uh, covert. And like we see, Scully buying tickets to one airport and then tickets to another and uh yeah like like she's putting certain tickets on her credit card and then paying cash for a one-way ticket to California with a stop in Las Vegas and yeah yeah yep um and they both end up in Vegas eventually yep. and they find out the truck is headed to Seattle so they find it and follow it for hours yes and as they are following it, the radio starts being weird and they suddenly stop and the truck is also stopped. Yep. So once again, the cars just kind of stop again. Right. And the driver is not there. And so they open up the back of the truck and they start moving boxes and there's some sort of exam room in the truck, but mm. there's nothing there. And so, so creepy. So creepy. Yeah. But Mulder apparently had set his stopwatches again, which I think begs the question, does Mulder always carry stopwatches <laughs> on him? Probably. And probably. Yeah. Um, but they are normal. And so Mulder thinks it's a hoax that was designed to deflect them. And I guess I feel like, does time always have to be weird? Yeah, that was my thought as well. Yeah, yeah, but I guess, like, when you're being messed with this much, you get paranoid. It's hard to know what's what. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and he was correct. Yeah. For what it's worth. Yeah. Um, And he finds out that there were some UFO sightings. And it... Hold on. Sorry. Yeah. I And me yawning like that just reminded me... Of Arrested Development with Buster going, <laughs> we're just blowing right through nap time. <laughs> um, so there are sightings in a nearby town. Somehow Mulder's got a map. They're talking about, you know, I don't know, following patterns of stuff. Yeah. And so they go there and they're driving by that town and they see a UFO party in the woods <laughs> with all these weirdos yeah ufo people yeah there is a guy who talks to them who looks like he's cosplaying mario and uh he's wearing like a, a red cap and he has a big black mustache and he's dressed all in red um and mario says that they've been hovering recently ufos have over a nuclear plant nearby 
Interesting. Yes. It especially, I think, is interesting because it's reminding me of the story from our dad about UFOs hovering over that Nike site with the uh, missile launchers. Oh, so, oh right. I forgot that yeah. that was a site of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He found out later. Anyhow, yeah. continuing on. Um, so they observe the plant and they see a, the truck driver there. So Mulder calls the lone gunman again and they fake security passes for them so that they can get into the building. They're walking around, someone stops them, Mulder runs, um, and eventually they catch him um, down in some sort of warehousey place. But then Deep Throat is there and orders them to let him go. So then we get a long discussion between Mulder and Deep Throat about alien life. And Deep Throat tells him that he's one of three men who have exterminated EBE, standing for Extraterrestrial Biological Entity. Um, and that he's basically, he's been helping Mulder to atone for what he's done. And this whole, it was a great episode. And it made me think a lot about the recent government hearing that we talked about. And I kept feeling mildly disappointed that the results of that hearing were that they have they have no info about yeah, yeah. aliens. Mm -hmm. Not that I want there to be aliens like this or think that there are, but like the f knowing that the government does not have these secrets, I feel like is a bit of a weird let let letdown. I mean, I wouldn't really. Uh, if they did, and I'm going to sound like a member of the Lone Gunman, but would they tell us for real, though? Why would a hearing make them tell us? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we take the X-Files view of it, you know, it's right. not like if you just ask them, they'll be like, oh, you caught us. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, I mean, as we also true. discussed in that same episode, it's not like either of us actually believe in this but at yeah. the same time you kind of want the mystery to still exist we want to believe we want to <laughs> hey, that's, hey that's the name of the show <laughs> um and up next is miracle man yeah which i, I don't think remember. has to do with a preacher mm. doing stuff is he raising people from the dead or curing them or something huh. cool maybe is there a kid? I don't know. Um, hmm. I will mention my stupid story about EBE. Oh, yeah. So in college, as I've mentioned, we would watch the X-Files all the time. Mm -hmm. We got the DVDs. I remember the long, long wait when I had ordered, I think it was season four uh, yes. on DVD from China. And I was checking, it was taking, you know, four to six weeks or six to eight weeks or something like that. Um, side note, have you gotten any packages for me from me? Oh, no, I haven't yet. Okay. I, uh, as you know, I'm in Europe. I mailed 13 pounds worth of stuff back to <laughs> Helen's house because I just kept shopping and I didn't have light luggage to begin with. Um, yeah, keep me posted on that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. There's a really good peanut butter caramel dip in there for your whole family. So. Oh, we get the peanut butter caramel yes. dip? Yes. Yes. That's for you guys to all four share. And then there's Pindaboss, meaning peanut boss, Ooh. socks for the boys. Excellent. Um, I will buy some gluten-free pretzels in preparation. Yes. I think also maybe apple slices would be. Okay, Ooh. anyway. Yeah, there's a store in the Netherlands that you can buy stuff online, de Pindakaswinkel, which means <laughs> the peanut butter store. And uh, <laughs> I bought a lot of 
glass jars of peanut butter and mailed them <laughs> back. Um, so anyway, watching X-Files in college, I don't know how I suddenly ended up talking about that. Oh, package. Yeah, waiting four to six weeks for yeah. the, this package mm -hmm. to come and like the mailman would you know, know I was there. Um, so we were very intense about it. We watched it all the time. And this was also in the era of AOL Instant, AOL Instant Messenger and having yeah. away messages. Um, and so if you are familiar with the song OPP, Oh, sure. Um, mm -hmm. You're down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. That is the one. I'm not going to actually try to wrap it. No <laughs> one wants that. Um, and Didn't so the ex boyfriend of yours convince you to rap something oh, by maintaining um, that he didn't know the words to it just to get you to try to rap? He got me to sing Brick House. <laughs> Hi again, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> We were in a Burger King and he convinced <laughs> me to sing Brick House by pretending to not know how it went. That's yeah. a pretty good one. That's, it is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the other thing to know is that we would always watch these X-Files episodes at, at me and my friend Amanda's apartment, which we called the greatest place on earth. And we abbreviated it the GPOE. Mm. And so... Mm -hmm. um, I just remember one night our friend Tim was heading over to our place to watch X-Files and he put his AOL Instant Messenger away message was altered lyrics to OPP to say, you down with GPOE? Yeah, you know me. You down with EBE? Yeah, you know me. And so that is what I think of that's when I think story. of EBE. Yes, that's the story. I told you it was stupid. <laughs> but I, it's, it's a fond memory. I am waiting seasons to say something about your friend Tim. I, there's <laughs> one episode that makes me think of him, and we have to wait until like season three or four. So this podcast needs to continue. So oh my God. I okay. I can't wait. I want to just like say, tell me when the episode's over, but that would be cheating. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, I do have a story to share. Great. Oh, for God's sake, I closed it. Uh, let me find it again. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can say as I'm rapidly scrolling trying to find this story. I will say um, this is a story from a writer friend, as oh. a lot of my online friends are. Um, his name is Jason. Hi, Jason. And yes, here it is. And so Jason says, what does Jason say? Where'd that go? Damn it, Jason. There it is. Okay. In 1999, I ran out of gas on I-95 south of Jacksonville, Florida, well after midnight. I walked for several miles until I got to a construction zone with a police car in the median. The officer was sound asleep, so I tried yelling to wake him oh, up, God. but the only person I woke up was a guy who came out of the woods and started walking towards me. Oh my he gosh. followed me for about two miles, running when I ran, walking when I walked, until another police car finally stopped and picked me up. I watched the guy slip back into the woods. I called my mom from a truck stop, and when she picked me up, she had our dog in the car. I asked why she brought the dog along, and she said, when you called, I was dreaming that you were in grave danger, and it unsettled me. Whoa. It still unnerves me when I think about it. He has no explanation for any of that. Isn't that so creepy? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Which reminds me of when mom and her yes. friends. We were talking about this recently. Our yeah. Um, you know, I let's wait a second. I have a visitor in the room all of a sudden who brought me coffee. 
Um, but oh, this how is nice. a seven-year-old visitor who I don't necessarily want to hear this story. Oh, what is it? <laughs> nice one, Helen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach, you can leave that in. Um, I guess it's not that bad. So when, um, when our mom was in college, she was on a road trip in Florida and they were going, she was with two of her friends. And they were driving at night through the, the Appalachian Mountains on the way to Florida. Yes. yes. And uh, they, uh, one of their friends was asleep in the back seat, and our mom and someone else who I think was driving, I think her mom was in the passenger seat. Um, it was like the middle of the night, and they saw this man walking along the side of the road who was dressed in a long white robe and had a long white beard and a walking staff and was just walking along the mountain road in the middle of the night. Yep. And yeah. they looked at each other like, did you see that too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah, just middle of the night, Gandalf, Moses-looking figure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of reasons for not wanting to go to Florida, and I feel like this is just adding to them. And that that other story that we shared about in Fort Myers, right? Was oh, it Fort yeah. Myers? yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Fort Myers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, you know, between the alligators and the Republicans and the ghosts, <laughs> I'm probably good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I read that, that story of Jason's. I feel like... Oh. I don't even know what to make of that. Is that like yeah. maybe, I mean, if we're going on X-Files episodes, maybe it was a Jersey Devil type situation. I don't oh, really sure. feel like, I feel like that's almost, this is way scarier than a Jersey yes. Devil situation. Like this is more like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Deliverance. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I yeah. don't know. Something more of that yeah. vibe. It. I'll tell you, it makes me want to work out more and get better at running. I know I was thinking running when I ran. <laughs> yeah. I hope he likes to jog really slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope he likes to do 30 second intervals on off. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of running the when only I ran, motivations. walking when I walked, stopping, standing with your hands on your hips and breathing heavy when I stopped <laughs> yeah. and stood with my hands on the hips breathing heavy. <laughs> Sitting on the side of the road to take breaks when I sat on the side of the road yeah. to take breaks. <laughs> Crying when I cried. Yeah. Um. Man, that is creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's just different nowadays, too, because we have cell phones and cell yeah. phone chargers for cars and power banks and, and why everything. Was that cop asleep. Yeah. What is the deal there? That is really was the cop, weird. You know, I feel like was the creepy woods man, did he go and like knock the cop out? Yeah. Seriously. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, we did it. Another we episode. Did it. Another yeah. episode. And I will have no issues watching the rest of them because I just went ahead and bought the first season on my laptop. Oh, so I can did watch you? them while abroad, even though we don't have Hulu. Yep. Uh, I think that was an off-camera discussion last week, but uh, you were having yeah. trouble with Hulu. Oh, no, no. Because... I, think it was, I think it was on camera, actually, because me and Wolf were saying we almost didn't watch it because we weren't able to, and we were really glad we did. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I can watch it, and I yeah. shall. Maybe I'll watch Great. the next episode on the train from Dublin to Belfast. Ooh, and nice. I'll let you all know if the haunted castle I'm going to tomorrow is indeed spooky. Please. Please yes. do. Yes. I feel like we need a better sign-off than randomly mumbling, oh, okay, uh, bye, and then all turning right. it off. 
We will take suggestions for a good mm -hmm. sign off. What should we say? Tell us something good. Um, yeah. And hey, you can email us at <laughs> we want to believe pod at gmail.com. Send with us your, your suggestions stories. for our sign off. Yeah, and also send stories. Us your stories. Um, follow us at we want to believe pod on Instagram and Liz and Helen pod on Twitter, although we don't post much on Twitter. No. And, and again, fault that's your that. fault. It's your fault, listeners. <laughs> it's your fault. So. <laughs> we had not more yours, people. Rhiannon. That, Rhiannon, yeah. we're in no. favor of you. Yeah, yes. not you. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, bye. Here's our, here's our <laughs> sign off. Give us suggestions to make it better. Yeah. Until next time. Thank you.